Hi everyone. I hope you enjoyed that wonderful uh, passage from Ephesians 1 verse 3 to 14 that we've heard read this morning. When Paul wrote that, he wrote it as one sentence. In my mind, I imagine Paul beginning his sentence and just overflowing as, as his brain and his imagination were just tumbling over themselves, if you like, with uh, who God is and who we are in God. And he couldn't help himself but somehow put this all together so that actually we have this one long sentence. We've broken it down in the English to make it more readable. But uh, hey, I love it and I hope you do too. Today we come to the second week of looking at uh, breaking down strongholds, overcoming fear. Last week we began by looking at who God is and talking about our need to have a revelation of who he is and that if we get that that's an amazing foundation for overcoming fear, for growing our trust in him. We looked didn't we at God being a good, good father, a gracious father who's trustworthy, who's welcoming and who gives us the best gift, his Holy Spirit. I wonder how you got on this week and I wonder how you got on with looking at the psalm that I set you as homework to pray it and to reflect on it. I hope it's been helpful for you. This week uh, we follow on by looking at who we are in God and this Ephesians 1 passage is packed full of who we are in God. What's amazing though is it begins in where we were last week. Praise be to the God and Father. It begins with Father God before starting to get to who we are. So we see both weeks coming together in Ephesians chapter 1. Before I get into it, I do want to say a couple of things again, uh, really as I did last week, that fear is very, very real. And particularly during this COVID pandemic, many issues have come to the fore, haven't they? Come to the surface that potentially produce fear and anxiety. And I don't want to underestimate those in what I've said last week or what I say this week. Fear about the future, whether my health, whether my uh, job and my career, whether it's finance, whether maybe it's dealing with mental anguish, with its isolation. These are very real fears and anxieties. Well, I've talked about last week and hope to share with you this week, for me, are key foundations for moving and overcoming fear. But I do recognise that depending upon the depth of our anxiety and fear, it may be that many conversations need to take place, many moments of prayer, many interventions to bring us to the freedom that we do have in God, by Christ and through the Spirit. But these are the foundations. Who is God and who are we in God? And if we can get revelation of those, I do believe they can give us really strong foundations for overcoming any kind of fear that we might have. So let's get into it. I want to run through. It's about seven different statements about who we are in Christ that come out of this passage. I'm sure there are many more, but these are seven I want to look at. Firstly, we're blessed in the heavenly places because by the Spirit we are in Christ. That itself is quite a mouthful. But the heavens are very much the place where God dwells in this passage, the place where God's rule and reign are lived out. And so we're blessed by God from that place where 
Of course he has his heavenly perspective. God's rule is being lived out. God's ways are perfect. His presence in there is there. And we're blessed by God from that place, from that perspective. As this passage talks about with every spiritual blessing, I read that spiritual as every blessing that comes by the Spirit. Remember last week we talked about the best gift the Father gives is his Spirit. And the Spirit is the one who comes and lives within me and makes real in me my place in Christ and makes those blessings of heaven on earth come into formation in my life. We pray, don't we? Let heaven come on earth. Let your will in heaven be done on earth. Let what's going on in that place where your kingdom is expressed and your rule and reign are perfect be expressed in my life. I'm blessed from heavenly places by the Spirit. And so the blessings we have are blessings of the Spirit from God's perspective and they root us in Christ. Remember last week we said God holds nothing back and that's where this passage begins. We are blessed in the heavenly places with every spiritual blessing, every blessing that comes from the Spirit of God. What a place to start. Secondly, we were chosen in him before the creation of the world. It's almost like God's going, I'll have you and I'll have you and I'll have you and I'll have you. It's like God has said this great big yes to us. Let that sink in. A yes from God. A number of us have been doing a course over this COVID pandemic called Authentic Lives. We advertised it on Facebook in the hub. And it's an amazing course that really starts to look at your DNA in God. Why has God put you on this planet? My Helen did it uh, early on in lockdown. I've done it subsequently with some other members of BCCs. And we're looking to do it again at some stage in the life of our community. I came off one week of uh, the course that I did and I said to Helen, it's almost like I go, yeah, you're all right, Phil, aren't you? I start to like myself. <laughs> and so often we're faced with our faults and our failings and our weaknesses and the things we've done wrong. I'm like that as well, folks. But actually, I came off this course and had a much more of a sense of the yes that God had given me. That God has created me in a unique way with unique passions. That I have a yes from him. I'm loved by him. That he's chosen me. I remember hearing something growing up uh, from a comedian called Max Boyce. He was a Welsh comedian. Now this dates me. Some of you won't even know what I'm talking about. But he would speak. He did a lot of his comedy around the Welsh rugby team that in the 70s were a very, very good team. And they had a guy called Barry John, I think he was their fly half, who was a, a world-class fly half. And one of his phrases uh, was that, really, <laughs> I think it was about God, that God made this mould of Barry John and then broke the mould of solid gold that once made Barry John was a phrase he used. The sense being there was no one else like Barry John. There's no one else like you or me. God has chosen you before the creation of the world with your incredible talents and gifts and mix of passions. And he wants you to play your part. And once he made you, he broke the mould and made no one else the same as you. You have a yes from God. 
Thirdly, we're loved and adopted as his children. The father wanted a family. From the father's heart flows this desire to have a family with whom to share his love. It comes from the overflow of love in the Trinity, Father, Son and Spirit. And we see even in this Ephesians 1, Father and Son and Spirit all coming together, all mentioned. This love of the Father, this desire for a family is brought about in history through the coming of Jesus, his son, and through the giving of the gift of his Holy Spirit. This Holy Spirit is the one who enables us to cry out, Abba, Father, to express that intimacy of being adopted as his son, as his daughter, of being part of his family. And it's the cry of intimacy that Jesus has with the Father. We're brought into that because of the coming of Jesus, because of the gift of the Spirit, that from deep within we go, Father, Dad, I'm your child. We're loved and adopted as his children. Fourthly, we're lavished and gifted with grace. Because we're in Christ, we receive the grace that Christ has. The grace to know God, the grace to be his child. And that grace extends to our forgiveness and our redemption. Once we were lost, we were far away from God. But through the coming of Christ, Christ Jesus, and by the gift of the Spirit, we've been enabled to become his children. And that sense of being far away from God is done away with. And I'm brought close to him. I'm lavished with his grace. I'm forgiven. I'm brought back to him. All that I've ever done has been forgiven. All that I've ever done has been forgiven. All that has kept me from God has been dealt with. And I've been brought back into his presence. I've been brought back into his friendship and into his love. And I experience love then from the one who is love as he fills me with his spirit. And I have revelation of Jesus and who he is. We're gifted and lavished with grace. Fifthly, we've been brought in on a, ministry, on, on a mystery. Who doesn't like that? Who doesn't want to be brought in on a secret, a mystery? <laughs> Secrets revealed. And this is the best secret, the best mystery there is. It's the Christian hope, isn't it? It's the hope that one day heaven and earth will be united. That the dwelling place of God will come and will be on earth again. And heaven and earth will be together and we will be people dwelling with God on this earth and we'll enjoy the peace and the harmony and the well-being of being with God forever. What a mystery to be revealed. What a mystery to be brought in on. And in Christ and by the Spirit, we've had that opened up to us that that is our future. Yes, we live in a broken world. We currently live in a world infected by this COVID pandemic and all that's ensuing from that. But we have this future ahead of us and we taste it now 
through Christ and by the Spirit as we pray, let heaven come on earth. Let the presence and the rule and the reign of God come on earth in my life. And so I taste something of that future. And yet I know it's going to be fulfilled in a whole new way in days to come. There's a future awaiting for me. I experience it, but I pray for its fulfilment. And we have hope then in the knowledge that one day this will come about in history on this earth. We got in on this through the gospel. The gospel has been captured in so much of what we've already said, that God so loved, that he created this world in which his love could be shared and enjoyed by people made in his image. That's us, chosen by him, you and you and you, brought in, adopted as his family. And yet we went our own way following that creation. But what did God do? He pursued us. Sometimes God is described as the hound of heaven, (laughs) pursuing us, chasing us down. I'm so glad he's like that. And because he had chosen us and he had pursued us, he sends his son. And his son comes and enables me to come into that relationship with father. And by the spirit, I experience it in my life here and now, intimacy with God, that I cry Abba as his child, that cry of intimacy. We've been brought into this amazing relationship with God. And as we live as his children, we bring praise to the father and the son and we invite others into this family into this relationship with God by Jesus the son through the spirit that we have also come to enjoy and experience we've got in on it through the gospel and we want to share that gospel with as many as want to hear so that many can be brought into the family that God desires And seventhly, we've been sealed by the Holy Spirit. Wow. We've been given an engagement ring. It's like we've got this engagement ring that guarantees our future. It's like the Holy Spirit is described as a deposit elsewhere, a guarantee of our future. He's this engagement ring. When you're putting the engagement ring on someone, that's pretty serious stuff. And this is pretty serious stuff. We've been given the seal of the Holy Spirit, guaranteeing our future until God wraps everything up and we enjoy that uniting of heaven and earth that we've spoken about. And we enjoy the peace and the joy and the provision of God in fulfilment, in completion, in entirety. That which we taste and enjoy now, we will in taste, we will enjoy and taste forever with God and the guarantee of that is the deposit of the Spirit of God who comes and lives within me and makes real this life of God in my experience today. So while we wait for that future, we live as God's children, seeking out the redemption that brings me in and will bring others into this family. That's what we do in the here and now. That's who we are, folks. And there's so much more that we could say. So what have we got to fear? If we know who God is and we know who we are in God, that gives us an incredible foundation to live from. 
Now, of course, I understand that struggles uh, ensue in our lives, and I have those like everyone else, that I don't always live in the good of all that I've just been talking to you about or all that we talked about last week, that sometimes they are more statements of faith (laughs) than maybe statements of the reality of my experience and how I feel. But if I can take these statements and bring myself by the Spirit of God to trust in this good, gracious Father that we've spoken about last week, and to have revelation about his trustworthiness in my life and who he's made me to be, then that gives me a strong way to move forward in overcoming fear. I've written out some declarations And we can post these and share these afterwards that come from this passage. And there are probably many more and many variations of this. I want you to join with me as I say these today as we conclude. And I want you to speak them to your own soul, to your own being. And if you're in a a place, a house, watching with some others, then I want you to speak them to those others as well. Sometimes, as I say, they're statements of faith. Sometimes it's how we really feel, but they're true nevertheless. Don't know about you, I was out this week and I saw uh, the fog and the mist as I was walking the dog in the morning. And the thought struck me that behind that mist and that fog, the sun had not moved. It was still there. Life was a bit misty and I couldn't see through it. I couldn't see the sun. But the reality was the sun was still there. And so these statements at times, whether I feel them or not, remain true. God is who God is. And we are who God has called us to be and made us to be. And sometimes in my flesh and my mortality and my fallenness and my weakness, I stumble and I fall away. But I want to declare to myself and to the principalities and powers that this is who I really am. And I invite you to join with me and to say these things as well. I begin in this way. Because of the Father's love, I am blessed by God. I am filled by his Spirit. I am rooted in Christ. I am chosen by God. I am a recipient of his yes I am loved by God. I am adopted into his family. I have intimacy with the Father. I am lavished by his grace. I am forgiven. I am brought close to him. I'm redeemed. I'm in on the mystery of his future plan. I'm full of hope. I'm included in Christ by the gospel. I'm sealed by the Spirit. I'm guaranteed a glorious future. I'm a bringer of his spirit life to others. I'm a praise bringer to God. I'm a bringer of heaven to earth. And therefore, I'm free of fear. I know we don't always feel those things, but let's rehearse them and declare them to ourselves and see how we change in God. And folks, if you want something more to do other than reading those statements, then tell you what, have a read of Romans 8. Romans 8 is full of this stuff too. Read Romans 8 and weep at who God has made us. Let me pray.
Father, I want to thank you that you are a good, good, gracious Father. I want to pray that you would grow our trust and our faith in you. And I thank you for who you've made us in you. And I pray that as we've looked at Ephesians 1 today, one small snippet of the writings in the New Testament that speak of our place in you, I pray it would come as revelation to us. And I pray that together with a revelation of who you are and a revelation of who we are, we would start to become free from fear, free to overcome those things that would inhibit us, free to get out of our comfort zone, free to put your name on our lips to others, free to share this gospel that's brought us in with those who don't yet know, free to welcome the stranger in our midst, free to be secure in my future in you. Lord, blow our minds, I pray, even this week with who we are in you. And thank you that you do that by your Holy Spirit. So God, as we continue to face this COVID and we continue to see the effects of this uh, economic downturn that's come out of it, give us faith, faith in you, trust in you and faith and trust in who you have made us to be. I ask these things, Lord Jesus, in your name. Amen.